Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 347 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This episode is called A Reaction to a Social Media Post Question. How many high school coaches are actively helping in the recruiting process? I'll get into that subject in a minute. First, I'd like to thank you for tuning in, and I invite you to like or subscribe to get a new episode about recruiting education every Tuesday. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is the longest-running recruiting education podcast in the world. You can get all the past episodes at recruit-me.com. There are episodes about what to do each year of high school, recruiting definitions, and more recruiting subjects. There are interviews with college coaches, college players, and parents of recruits, too. Recruit Me also provides a free recruiting power pack that is a great way to get started on your recruiting journey. You can sign up for both the Recruiting Power Pack and the new Recruit Me Monthly Newsletter. Some of the features of the Recruit Me Monthly Newsletter are that you get tips and advice from the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System, quotes about recruiting from past Athletic Scholarship podcast interviews, links to last month's episodes of the podcast, recruiting information from the NCAA.org or NAIA.org website, and recruiting education posts from either Twitter or Facebook. I had a newsletter subscriber send me a comment. Quote, great newsletter. I really love the tweets and quotes. Unquote. If you have a comment, send it to brent at recruit-me.com. I try to look through posts from both Facebook and Twitter about recruiting. It is impossible to see all of the recruiting-related posts, but I do get on and check regularly. The Recruit Me Monthly Newsletter features one or two social media posts that I feel gives you some recruiting education material or something to spur you during your recruiting journey. Again, you can sign up for the free Recruit Me Newsletter at recruit-me.com. This post from a Facebook group participant asked a question. The post reads like this. How many high school coaches are actively helping in the recruiting process for their players? And what type of help are you giving if so? The person that posted the questions said a phone call from a coach, he didn't say what kind of coach, prompted his question. The coach stated that if your travel coach and high school coach aren't getting in touch with colleges for a sophomore, then there is a problem. The Facebook group poster then asked, how true is this? He continued with, obviously, we the family and the student athlete have to put in the legwork. But what does the process look like for most? This is a question or questions that most families have asked, though likely just asked to themselves. I break down this Facebook post as RecruitMe looks at these questions. Then I'll give examples of personal recruiting situations that my two boys went through with their high school and club coaches. Then at the end of this episode, I will wade through some of the responses on this group post. RecruitMe and its system can and should be used for any sport. As I have said many times in episodes, if there are a thousand student-athletes, then there will be a thousand different recruiting journeys. A student-athlete's sport, their skill set, their size, whether they are left-handed, right-handed, or footed, the academic preferences and abilities, and high school grades and test scores are just to name a few that influence a recruiting path and result. RecruitMe's view on high school and club coaches are that both can be integral parts of the student-athlete's recruiting team. Go back and listen to episode 346 about building a recruiting team. 
Listen on your favorite podcast app or at recruit-me.com. Also listen to episode 272 on the subject of the three hard things for a 16-year-old to do. Number one of those three things are that it's hard to bring up recruiting to your high school and club coach. I do feel that coaches should have, as a part of their program, a talk or some talks about recruiting, but many don't. So Recruit Me's advice is for the student-athlete to approach your coach or coaches and tell them that you are interested in playing in college and ask if and how the coach can help. Be ready for a positive and maybe a negative coach's reaction. The Facebook post mentioned the sophomore year. I do think the sophomore year is a good time to at least tell coaches you need and want help, but actual recruiting may not start your sophomore year. As you may not have matured physically yet or played significant innings or minutes or matches of high school level play. Recruit Me highly recommends that you work on your game and your strength throughout your freshman and sophomore years and research colleges and build your parameters and college school list and concentrate on your academics so you don't dig a GPA hole that is hard to dig out of and that could cost you academic scholarship money. So the question on the social media post asks, should a high school coach be contacting colleges for you during your sophomore year? RecruitMe's answer is no. Contacting college coaches is your responsibility. The high school coach should, though, be having discussions with his or her players about their future plans and let the student-athlete know the amount of help that they are willing to extend. Starting in the sophomore year is a good time to learn and communicate on what an introductory email and a player profile should look like and what a college list which could consist of 30 to 50 schools, should look like. A high school coach may field college coaches' calls or emails, since there are very few instances a college coach can contact a high school student-athlete before their junior year. Again, every recruiting journey is different. The Facebook poster then stated that the student-athlete and the family is responsible for the legwork, and then asked what does the process look like for most. RecruitMe agrees that the student-athlete and the family needs to do the legwork. And RecruitMe feels that most coaches want to hear from and build a relationship with the player. That the student-athlete showing that they are interested in a college program can separate that student-athlete from the hundreds of other recruits vying for that spot on a college roster. Here are the seven steps to an athletic scholarship that are detailed in the RecruitMe 3.0 athletic scholarship system. You can get the RecruitMe 3.0 system, which includes a manual, a workbook, and worksheets for only $39 on recruit-me.com. You will get detailed information on how to do Step 1, select the right schools to contact. Step 2, write a great introductory email. Step 3, create a one-sheet player profile. Step 4, build your own recruiting questionnaire. Step 5, track your communications. Step 6, send one-page updates, and finally, step seven, make your school choice wisely. Whether your high school coach adds him or herself to your recruiting team, or whether you have to ask them to join, or even if they say that they will not help because of other reasons, or if they'll just take a call from college coaches and tell the coach about you, if you do the DIY Recruit Me steps, you can and will get recruiting attention. As I have talked about in past episodes, and as this episode's introductory said, I have two sons that are college baseball players. Parker, my older son, is actually an ex-college baseball player. Parker played four years, well, three and a half with COVID, for the Northwestern University Wildcats. Parker, a left-handed pitcher, had a very good high school career, both hitting and pitching, for a 6A level, which is the highest level of baseball in Missouri, high school. 
He was a starter his sophomore through his senior year, and he went 8-0 and in his junior year pitching and 5-2 and in his senior year. Parker's ERA was .86 for his junior year, and he was voted the Conference Pitcher of the Year. He had a teammate that is now finishing his fifth year as a pitcher at Missouri State. As far as I know, the head coach didn't ask or discuss recruiting to any depth with either one of the kids. An assistant coach's brother was the pitching coach at an NCAA Division II level in Texas. And both the players did official visits and got offers from that school in the fall of their junior year. I believe both Parker and his teammate realized that they could play at a high level in college. And that visit got them both excited for the future. I do know the high school coach did take some phone calls about Parker from colleges, but I don't know of any time that recruiting was brought up to Parker or to me. Parker did play for the school's summer team, and they played at some college venues, but I never saw a college coach at a game. Parker and his before-mentioned teammate played in a junior sunbelt tournament in McAllister, Oklahoma, both their sophomore and junior summers, on the recommendation of a high school alum. I believe their success, those two tournaments, also showed both players that they could compete at a high level. As a dad, I got good in-game video against future Division I level hitters that sophomore summer. And we used those videos to send out in the fall and winter of his junior year. Then Team Missouri won the championship his junior year summer, and Parker was named the Pitcher of the Week for the tournament. Parker had invited some colleges to the tournament, and two came to watch him. Then later in the summer, he joined some of his Team Missouri teammates and played in a showcase in Joliet, Illinois, just south of Chicago. And Parker invited some coaches from that area to watch him pitch. And Northwestern took up the offer. Northwestern's pitching coach connected with the Team Missouri coaches. And after watching Parker on Thursday afternoon, the pitching coach called Parker and invited him, Lori, and I to the campus on Friday morning. The visit went great, and the coach said that they would call Parker on the next Wednesday with a decision on an offer. They offered him a preferred walk-on spot on the team. No athletic money, but a spot on the roster. Parker accepted and had a good college career and experience, except for the COVID nuttiness. Sutton's sophomore year of high school baseball was canceled, and then right after that, the longtime coach retired. After Sutton's freshman year of high school, he decided, along with me, to play for a club team and away from the school's summer team. The experience was okay, and he did start his pitching and hitting upswing. Then, in the COVID summer, he made the upper-level club squad and, again, improved and benefited from traveling and playing against tough competition. His junior year of high school baseball had a new coach, in which Sutton didn't play for in the summer. Again, our high school is a large high school and usually has three to five players go on to play college baseball of some sort. So playing time is very competitive. So Sutton's junior year, he played JV outfield and pitched in a few JV games and traveled with the varsity squad and mainly pinch ran or courtesy ran. He did get one at bat, getting a sacrifice bunt down. We weren't thrilled with his varsity playing time, but Sutton was prepared for his summer team. Sutton wasn't sure if he wanted to or could play baseball in college as he entered the summer between his junior and senior year. He made the summer team that he was on the previous year, but they added some additional players, and an all-18-year-old team asked him to play for them. All the players had graduated high school and were prepping to play for their respective college teams. Sutton went and played for them, and he got hot, and if he wasn't hitting a line drive, he was beating out a ground ball or a bunt. During the summer, his team beat that upper-level 17-year-old team that Sutton was going to play for, and Sutton was 2-for-4 with a double and two RBIs. As the summer developed, Sutton figured out that he wanted to and could play in college. He highlighted his speed. A 6.5-second 60-yard dash is really good. 
That summer, he even had an inside-the-park Grand Slam. We thought the new high school coach, who is coming from an assistant coach job in college, might provide the players some recruiting knowledge or help. As far as I know, Sutton and the others were not offered guidance. Out of the seven seniors on the high school team, five are currently playing college baseball. Recruit Me was able to help educate some of these players and families during their recruitment. Sutton himself had developed a college parameters and college list of about 15 colleges that he was interested in. He contacted his club coaches and him and I met with them and we discussed the schools on his list. This was as he entered his senior year of high school. The club coaches gave us input on schools, helped us to eliminate two of the schools, and helped us to add a couple of colleges to research. Sutton, after visiting three schools, chose Columbia College, an NAIA school in Columbia, Missouri. It's about two and a half hours away from home. This was one of the schools that we added after meeting with his club coaches. Sutton's senior year was an up-and-down senior year of high school. He platooned in the outfield, but the team beat some really good teams from Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri. Sutton, with a little coaching from me, entered his high school senior year baseball season ready to accept his roles on the team and ready to enjoy playing with his friends and teammates. So our high school experience for recruiting was lacking for both boys. We were surprised in Parker's experience, and we were ready for Sutton's experience. I have a friend that is a retired high school baseball pitching coach locally. I asked him what they did at their high school when they had a couple of Division I recruits. He said that wasn't the high school coach's job. Their job was to teach, coach, and win games, and they would talk to college coaches if they called. I had this discussion with him before Parker's recruitment started. I now feel, and since I'm Recruit Me, Recruit Me feels that high school coaches should let parents and players know if they will or will not help or get involved in a player's recruitment. This could be communicated every year at a parent-player meeting. As parents, we prep our schools to play for the high school team, and we know it's a short window of time. Our household taught our kids to be respectful of teachers and coaches, and when it was time for high school, we did not have or want to have discussions with coaches. Parker and Sutton didn't feel comfortable talking to their high school coaches about recruiting, and I feel that's sad. As a family, be ready for either situation, for a high school or even a club coach to be involved in the recruiting process, or for them not to be part of the process at all, or for them to just give minimal assistance. By getting started with Recruit Me your freshman or sophomore years of high school, you will learn to use those years to educate yourself on when and how to start the recruiting process, and that most recruiting happens as you enter your junior year of high school. Knowing whether and how a coach will help helps you to understand and not get anxiety over whether you or your student-athlete is missing out on opportunities. As of this recording of this episode, the Facebook post that I referenced had 58 comments. Some were recruiting services, and some were recruiting education companies like Recruit Me, and they were giving recommendations for their own interest. Very few comments were from high school or club coaches, verifying that they helped during a high school student-athlete's recruitment. There were many comments that stated that the recruiting process and timing is different for everyone. A majority of the parents that commented said their club coach was helpful or more helpful than the high school coaches. And there were a number of experiences that conveyed their high school coach was not involved or actually stated that it wasn't their job to help in recruiting. As I read through all the comments, it reconfirmed that everyone's experience will be different. So taking action on your own and taking action early by educating yourself is essential. Go back to 346 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast and listen to how to build your recruiting team. Listen how the high school and the club coaches, along with other resources, can help, but are not necessarily a must to have on your team. 
Both of my sons had very little help from their high school coaches. I do feel a high school program and high school sports are a large part of development, but are not the prime reason a student-athlete gets recruited. Email me your thoughts or experiences with your high school sports. Help me to continue to educate other student-athletes and families. Email me at brent at recruit-me.com. Thank you for listening, and like or subscribe to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Take a second to give a five-star rating or write a review about the podcast. Join me next Tuesday for another 15 minutes that will change your athletic scholarship future on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast.